Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Today's episode, I sat down with Austin Grant, um, and we caught up on kind of what we've been doing for the last month. Uh, we recorded this a couple weeks ago as Austin was getting ready to head out to Salt Lake City uh, for the premiere of Trek. Uh, if you're not familiar with Trek, we talked with David Howard a couple episodes back uh, about this film. And yeah, it was, it was a really cool chat with David, and I'm really excited to see how the film has come out here. I wish I could be going out to Salt Lake with Austin uh, to be able to see the premiere of everything, but hopefully we'll have it soon here in Los Angeles. Uh, but yeah, we sat down and talked about that. I uh, talked a little bit about Meltdown Comics and uh, Nerd Melt closing. Of course, that, uh, that closed at the, end of, uh, at the end of March. March 30th was our last show at the Nerdist Showroom over at Meltdown. And yeah, it was kind of rough to, to go through it and to you know experience all the emotions. Uh, during that time, uh, we found out on March 21st, I believe was the date, uh, that we basically had a week and a half left. And so within that time, I quickly sat down with a ton of different comedians, uh, different uh, program directors, stage managers, basically everybody that kind of helped get uh, the Nerdist showroom up and going. Um, and, and, and just talk to them about some of their favorite memories uh, over the over the last eight years of just the incredible shows and everything that we had there. Uh, all the audio from those interviews will actually be coming up later this week um, as another episode of the podcast. But you can also see the video um, that I did for that uh, that will be up on YouTube later this week as well. So that, that video, just, we showed a rough cut of it during uh, our farewell party that we did. Uh, over at the Nerd Melt showroom, and uh, yeah, it, it ended up being 22 minutes, uh, just as my rough cut. And I didn't think that I had that much, uh, th- that many interviews, and that much material. And then I realized, holy shit, I somehow recorded uh, 20 interviews with people. So you know, trying to get everybody in there, get some of the great stories uh, told. You know, that, that's just kind of how the time went. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited to release that uh, to everybody to be able to see the video. Um, if you're not able to watch it on YouTube, um, you'll, you'll be able to hear it have an episode of the podcast uh, as, as well. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, also, we got a little a little in depth on some uh, kind of a personal issue that I that I ran into uh, with with, uh, with the lady at, at a McDonald's. So you'll hear that story on here. Um, and yeah, just kind of us kind of shooting the shit like we do from time to time. And uh, this episode is called literally literally uh, because Austin realized he says the word literally literally too much. And uh, I, I started noticing how often I was saying it as well. So, yeah, we, we said that this episode's proper title was literally, literally, uh, because we say it literally too much. I, I, I feel disgusting for having said it that many times just in this intro. But that's how it goes. That's, that's how the show goes. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, if you're in Salt Lake City, Trek has already uh, been released there. So please get out and see that and support Austin, support our past guest, David Howard, um, and see that film. And then again, you know, hopefully it will spread throughout the country. Uh, they, they had a great opening weekend. So, you know, that's going to be, um, you know, a big, uh, a big push to be able to get that film um, out to other regions of the country. So fingers crossed we'll be seeing it here in Los Angeles soon. Um, like I said, you know, later this week we'll have the episode uh, with all the audio from this video uh, from Meltdown Comics. Uh, you know, I've got the likes of Matt Meyer, April Richardson, Sarah Silverman, uh, Caitlin Durante, Zach McKeever, uh, Beowulf Jones, so many just great people that were all part of this. Um, and, and I'm excited for you guys to see that. We also, uh, my Austin friend Johnny was in town. Uh, you've heard us mention Johnny Byrne uh, a number of times on the podcast. Johnny flew out from Chicago uh, to come check things out here. We were trying to, con- trying to convince him to get moved to Los Angeles. He's a fantastic actor. He's been going through Second City in Chicago. And yeah, we, we showed, him, showed him around over the last few weeks. Um, they had a, had a great podcast episode uh, that we recorded up in Lake Hollywood. 
uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was just great to be able to sit down and catch up with John. And so you'll hear that episode um, coming up as well. Um, and then kind of in the process of getting other episodes set up, uh, the space that we were using uh, over at the Nerdist School has kind of been changed. It's now the Ruby Theater, uh, which is an incredible new theater um, that's run by a bunch of great women uh, supporting different women in comedy and people of color in comedy. And, you know, it, it's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing room. Uh, now, now I'm saying amazing too much. <laughs> it's, it, it's going to overtake me uh, instead of literally. I'll just be saying amazing a ton. Uh, no, the Ruby is, is over there, 7518 Sunset Boulevard. Get over there and check out some shows. I love so many of the people that are putting this, uh, this theater together. Uh, so please get out and support them. I believe we will be recording podcasts over there soon here. They're still keeping the studio um, and everything. So it was the space that was the Nerdist School, um, but it is now the Ruby. Uh, so make sure you get over there and check that out and see all the great improv and sketch comedy they have going on over there. But for now, enjoy this episode of Austin and I kind of catching up and telling some stories, telling what we've been going through for the last, last month since we recorded. And yeah, I think you guys will enjoy it. Until next week, enjoy this episode with myself and Austin Grant, and go see Trek if you're in Salt Lake City. Now it's going. What were you going to say? Um, oh. Oh. Oh, did you hear that? I did hear that. What did it sound like? It was just kind of like a... Oh, it felt yeah. like that. <laughs> a good old rib cage release. Yeah, that was one of those pops that I don't think is you're supposed to hear. I think... I hear it every day when I do this, so... You're just becoming an old man. Yeah, I really am. I totally have caught myself... The other day, I was uh, just doing very mundane stuff at my little table there, and just I'd pick something up, and I'd have to like get up off the table, or off the chair, and I'd just be like... <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I sound like an old man. And everything, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Making those dad oh. noises. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, well, your 20s will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> next, thing, next thing you know, we're going to need to get you a walker. I'll get you some tennis balls for your birthday this year to put on the bottom. I'm down. As long as like I'm still, I'm not like in pain. I'm totally down to be like the walker guy, you know? I, I always liked the walkers that had like the little seat to them, but then I was always just like, what the hell are these people going down hills like? You can <laughs> sit and just ride it down. Like, oh! <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I would do. Maybe in The Walking Dead, it'll get to a point where the walkers need walkers because they're so weak in the legs and they can't walk anymore that they <laughs> your face is just like disgusted <laughs> i was just like where the hell's he going with this that was and, all i had really and how long is he gonna stretch this out for <laughs> you know, not just how many times can i say walkers <laughs> I, I was just impressed you made and it that far the talkers. with talkers <laughs> that, that'll be that'll be the walkers after show yeah <laughs> <laughs> Talkers, Talks walkers. <laughs> Talks and walks. So what have you been up to the last little bit? It's been... Are we, I think we last recorded with David and then Was you had... It? Yeah, and then you had Ashley come into town. Have you not and, posted any of your Paley Fest? Or no, the Paley Fest episode's up. Thanks for listening. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Dang.
No, Paley Fest episode went up last week. Okay. Yeah, so last time you and I recorded, yeah, it was David. Yeah, it was, um, it was with David. And then you had Ashley in town. and Yeah, Ashley. And then while she was in town, out. I had Meltdown decide to a, leave me. A mental mel- Meltdown. Maybe. No, it's, it's been a little bit uh, of a mental... Men- mental or emotional? Both. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's broken me a little for the last like they, week and a half. They named that in the beginning, knowing that that would come full circle yeah. to everyone who grew in... To loving it. Yeah, it was. So yeah, lots. A lot's kind of happened, and you're headed yeah. to Utah tomorrow for the Trek premiere. And... Yeah, I'm really excited to get back home and just see friends and family. And I'm, I, I don't know. I'm kind of a little homesick as of late. Just not like homesick as in, oh man, I just I want to move back home. Not yeah. that at all. I just like want to go visit for like a solid week and just chill and say hi and you know whatnot. Yeah. Sounds, no, it's, it sounds nice. It it does get weird when you're first out here, where you're just like everybody I know pretty much is 700 miles away. Yeah, almost. And I just pick up strangers instead every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just pick them up and drive them to places. Hopefully they're cool and we can talk about things. Uh, or they just glare at you in your rearview mirror. Yeah, the glares. That's when <laughs> I, I hit the brakes extra hard for them. Oh yeah, yeah. I told you. I dropped a woman off. Well, I didn't really drop her off. She just got out of the car because <laughs> she was so fed up with me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> it started as like I picked her up. As everything was cool and normal, but it was one of those things where you have to turn out of like you know like in a like hotels when it has that little half roundabout thing yeah. where you go pick people up. And so it was like coming out of that, and uh, it was really cl- it was like on the corner, so. I needed to get all the way over to the left-hand turn lane, and there was just, like, not a lot of space to do it, and there was, like, a huge wave of cars that just came down. So there's no space or room, but these two cars did, like, leave. You know how they'll, like, leave an area so you can kind of, like, squeak through. Yeah, and then and there's then the one fucker that still speeds up. That was him. And so the one fucker, he just comes flying up, and the car next to me was like, and I was like, oh, slammed my brakes, and the guy just, like, flew by. I was like, oh, shit, you know, but it wasn't really his fault. He was going way too fast, but... Beverly Hills? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just one of those situations where you, like, you can't see each other. He can't see me, I can't see him, so it was like, shit, God be with me. <laughs> Making a turn, and then that was, like, the beginning, and I don't know. She was just, this lady was weird, and she wanted me to drop her off where there was literally... And I don't... I try, I'm trying to cut back on saying literally, because so many people abuse it. And literally, cut, literally abuse it. Yeah. Um, anyhow, literally, there were there was a sign every thirty feet, no stopping at any time, no stopping at any time, all the way down the fucking road. And this lady's like, "Yeah, pull over here to drop me off." And I was like, "I can't drop you off right here. It says no stopping at, at any time." <laughs> she was like, "Well, I always get dropped off over here." And I was like, "Oh, well, sorry." Um, and I like, kept driving and she was like, ah, can't you, j-? and I was like, all right. So then I finally just, there, there wasn't a lot of traffic here. So I just pulled over and, uh, now she's like, well, no, you got to turn back around. This is, I'm too far now. And I was like, oh my God, I think that's what I said. And she was like, ah. and so then I drive just a little bit and she's like, you know, what? I'm just going to get out now. And I was like, all right, see you later. And she got out of the car <laughs> and I was like, I'm done. I'm done today. I'm going home. I might, I may take a life. I may take somebody's life today. I was debating it. I was like, either, either A, I just 
I'm going to take cold water up over the hills, and I'm just going to keep driving off one of the hills. <laughs> or I'll take somebody with me. I don't know who, but I'm sorry. Someone needs to die today. It was one of those days. It, and those days happen very few, but they happen. Yeah, most of the time, I'm pretty good at brushing stuff off. Yeah. Like, if there's an annoying person or a douche, I'm like, eh, whatever. They were an asshole, but moving on. I'm not going to let them ruin my day. But <laughs> this one was like a, from the beginning. It's one of those days. You know how you like you wake up and it's almost like your body can sense it. You're like, I just there's like a force that's keeping your body me just from... kind of gives like a defensive cat noise as you wake. Up, just... <laughs> I'm just pawing at the walls and like I'm just standing here, but whatever's happening inside me. <laughs> Before I knew it, I chewed up all the pillows. <laughs> yeah, so it was. Yeah, that happened. I, I don't know. Not not too much is different. Just working hashing it out yeah um i have started up um i shouldn't say oh, yeah, started up art page my art stuff um so i've done drawing i do like portrait drawing uh, i've done it as a hobby for a couple years and... he says it like he's done a hobby but you sold <laughs> your soul to the devil <laughs> and and you you create like miniature masterpieces within like a fucking day well thank you and <laughs> And like he not did, within he, a day, that's for sure. Not well, yeah, not within a day, but within a um, couple days. Yeah, I, I, if I put in work, I can get them done pretty. Yeah, pretty the amount of time it takes down. you to do one of those, it would take me to draw a straight line. <laughs> straight lines are with, hard without a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I start I've, drawing the straight line. I'm like, eh, 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 oh, <laughs> there's the one like. Yeah, it feels like uh, uh what are the the heart monitors? Yeah, is that what it's called? Just heart monitor, where it's like your uh your your cardiogram. Cardiogram? Sounds, sounds impressive. Let's just go with that. I use big words. <laughs> That's the uh, cardio engine machine. That's the cardiogram engine machine right there. That's going to show you which way your cardiogram goes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, wow, thank you, doctor. You're yeah. like, yeah, this is probably walk, walk out of the room and it's now you're in the plot of Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I started up this art, my art page. Um, I'm going to... Well, I say like I'm going to. I've begun to take it more seriously. So it's been just kind of as a hobby drawing, you know, some actors who I've looked up to, like some of their performances. Like I've drawn uh, like Heath Ledger's Joker. I've drawn Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow, uh, Jonathan Reese Myers and the Tudors, a handful of, of cool uh, performances and whatnot. And I've just have them framed. Your and... joke wisely that you just barely did is fucking insane. Yeah, that one I'm really proud of. That one's pretty cool. Um, I got, I had this idea of doing a mashup, uh, cause I, I also need to trying to draw more stuff that I think people would potentially buy. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you gotta do some more like, uh, by potentially buy, it means all of you that are listening. <laughs> by potentially. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm actually gonna probably when I get back from, uh, Salt Lake, I'm going to go figure out how much it's going to cost to run some prints and do like some prints of those. And then uh, you should do an exclusive for Comic Con this year that we can do at the show. Oh yeah, I should. That'd be cool. I'll do that. Should do one of us in some ridiculous cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a cosplay, you're saying yeah. like, I'll just have to. I'll look up uh, pictures of people in cosplay, and then just kind of. And then who? And then on. whoever our guests are. Like we could we could make a poster out oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Hopefully they don't cancel. <laughs> we, we're in which case you know you can just canceled, you can just erase we? their face and then 
they will remain faceless. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have the Hall of Faces as a guest, and then I can... Uh... <laughs> a Comic-Con guest has no name. <laughs> yeah. yeah you I'll, should, I'll do that. You yeah. should do that. Okay, I'm glad cool. I just volunteered yeah. you to do that. that uh... <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer you as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what he said. <laughs> yeah, so look out for that. That, that. That's a way you can get some free Austin art. Yeah, some free Austin art. Um, and Aha, we're going to get you into our panel. <laughs> <laughs> With a free exclusive. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, I don't know what it'll be yet, but... It'll be cool. It'll be super, like, If you moody. follow Austin Grant Art on Instagram, yeah, you'll, you can see... you'll know what... You can see what some of some of my work uh, on Instagram at Austin Grant Art and also a Facebook page, Austin Grant Art. You guessed it. I don't have a Twitter because that would just make no sense. Yeah, and I can only manage one of your Twitters at a time. <laughs> Tim, Tim is designated Twitter manager. <laughs> Which is why when you wonder why Austin only tweets here and there, it's because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just busy doing your own, so like, yeah. I would, I, I mean, I wouldn't post on mine. What, what's sad just is that it's, like it's so easy man. for me to post for you because all I do is copy what you write on Instagram <laughs> and then like screen cap yeah. the picture and then just retweet it. That's fine. That's all I do. I don't even manage to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're pumping out content. You're doing something. It's more than I would do. Yeah. That... I just, my Twitter was rotting away. I was like, arg, 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 Twitter, and uh, you were like, I'll just manage it. Yeah. Like, all right. I'll just, I'll just take care of it. <laughs> take It'll... over. Yeah. It, it, it makes, it makes it easy for me because I mean, I've managed plenty of social media accounts that it's just like. I like hop on there one day and it's like, Tim is the most beautiful man ever. Oh, no, I tweeted that on a while ago. That's... <laughs> I'm like, what is this, Tim? You're like, oh, uh, it's just it's little just, one must have done that. It's just daily tweets that are just infatuated with me. <laughs> if you're not following Tim Drake, you totally should. Like, it'd be cool. <laughs> now, the only thing of mine that I ever that I ever post from your page is when we release episodes of the podcast. I think that's oh, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. only thing. Yeah. So is is Austin saying, "Hey, go listen to Tim and I," and it's really me writing that. <laughs> <laughs> but you you have the voice down so well. Yeah. It sounds just like me. It does. It, you know, it's creeping me out with the like, the Gmail like automated responses. Have you noticed that? Do you have a Gmail? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like accurate though. It's not like. Okay, thank you. It's like yeah, it's exactly sure how thing. I would word. Yeah, like sure thing. Thanks very much. Or I don't know. However, you would word things. Yeah, the amount of times it's popped up, no worries, makes me realize I say no worries way too often. I do too. Which I, I think see. I even texted you earlier when you were like, "I just woke up. I'm headed over now," uh-huh. and I wrote back, "No worries." Yeah, you did. <laughs> I remember because I was in my car and Siri read it to me. Austin, no worries. <laughs> Austin. Siri no sings to you, worries. huh? Yeah, it's a setting. Yeah, it was ha ha ha. No worries. That was the last, uh, <laughs> la- la- the last text I sent you. <laughs> yeah, that that often pops up. I-, I guarantee if I was to even try and respond to one of these, let's see, we're gonna test it out, folks. Let's see here. Reply. Oh my gosh, I'm going to build the tension. Oh, it's not giving me anything this time around. What? Yeah. Or maybe it has to be an unread, an unread message. Check one of them. 
Let's see if it'll let me respond to Fitbit. Check out one of them on red ones. It's not giving me anything there either. That's some bullshit. I know what you're talking about, though, because it, I see it yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's, like, so accurate. And then with, like, the face recognition on, like, Facebook, when you're tagging people. It's really funny when I... Yeah, but it's I, also thought that I was a, a tumbleweed <laughs> one time. <laughs> you know, I was just about to say, when I posted the... Some of those pictures of, of uh, me from Youth and Consequences. Yeah. It tagged you and Greg as these two girls in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tim, you've changed. Yeah, oddly, oddly coming from your character. Right. But then when you had those from Red Dead Redemption, where you were like sitting on the rock. And there was like a tumbleweed, and it tagged me as a tumbleweed. I was like, I know I'm a little portly, but I'm not that bristly. I'm much softer. I'm much softer. I've avoided manual labor all of my life. Feel those hands. Those those are soft. Oh, they're like putting your hand in lotion. Well, (laughs) I don't know. I was just thinking of the first thing that was like soft i don't know lotion popped into my head yeah, that's a weird uh, yeah, thing to hand say. in lotion it's just yeah, okay yeah, um, yeah. whoops uh, uh why are you tasting it i don't know that t- just take man <laughs> never it, taste old lotion <laughs> what, only fresh lotion. What, what's sad is i as i like to stop at the grove all the time just to use the nice bathrooms at the grove because I like the fact that they have great soap, great towels, and hand lotion afterwards. You know what I appreciate? I, I, I love the hand lotion there. I appreciate the bathrooms that have the small, like, tissues so you can open the door with them. Yes. I'm like, we need this. We need more of this. We, this, is, this is a good idea. I want to know how we're in 2018, and we haven't figured it out yet in so many bathrooms to have it pull to open and push to exit. Why, why is that? Because then you don't need the thing to open it up to leave. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you can oh, just like okay. push it with your shoulder. There's, there's some that have. Uh, there's some that have, but there are so many that haven't. Yeah, like, it's, it's how, not universal. It yeah, should be. How, how, how are we not at that point yet? You can tell this is something that has irked me very much. Every time I go to a bathroom, <laughs> Erg, I'm like, seriously, hey, I'm irked. I am irked. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I should get stickers that just say, I am irked, and just place it over those handles every single time. Yeah. I think you'd start something. People would be like... People would just start using I'm irked a lot more. I'm irked. <laughs> and then anybody who's nearby and their name is Kirk, they'd just be like, what? Huh? Oh. No, irked. Oh. Hey. Oh. And then the Kirk would walk or walk away and be like, nobody ever's calling for me. <laughs> Some guy named Irk is just like, everybody. Oh, the Oh, time. my God. <laughs> Why? It's like the episode of The Simpsons when they're at Itchy and Scratchy Island and Bart wants a Bart uh, license plate. And there's no Bart. There's Bort. <laughs> like, Bort? Who's Bort? <laughs> and then later on in the episode, you hear an announcement that's just like, uh, we are out of Bort license plates in the gift shop. Repeat, we need more Bort license plates. <laughs> when Vanilla and I were at Disneyland a couple weeks ago, we, uh, we went into the Rainforest Cafe and they had a bunch of those uh, like the license plates and road signs. And I told Vanilla, I was like, just go up to the counter and ask if they have any more Bort. <laughs> and she wouldn't do it. <laughs> the, the big news really on my part from this last week was the yeah, meltdown. The closing its doors. The meltdown, but you've uh, taken advantage in a good in a, way. Yeah, in a way I've taken advantage of it. I mean, it's... Not take we, advantage, uh, but like, you know... 
something that you are passionate about and you're yeah. able to like. I made the best of a bad situation. Yeah, let me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a better that's way, a better way to put it. Take advantage. It sounds like. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna try and get my get my way with this. I'll one. get my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and like not your, at all what it. <laughs> I'm your sidekick who just chuckles. Yeah. He, he doesn't ever. Yeah, see yeah, boss. <laughs> yeah, hey, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> Little one heard that squeal and her ears just like, what the hell was that? I don't know how I did that. It was like, it was impressive. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with with Nerd Melt and, and Meltdown Comics closing, uh, when they they announced it to us, I got an email late one night. You, you know how sometimes you get up and go to the bathroom and you're like, should I check my phone? And then you're up for like another thirty minutes looking at your phone because we're fucking morons and we're attached to our phone forgot to i got up to pee at one in the morning and i i had the feeling like don't check your phone i went over and checked my phone anyway yeah and there was a an email that just said uh the future of nerd melt and my stomach just sank because i knew yep and then as soon as i read it i I just kind of stared at it and i read it again and then I just came and laid back down, and I couldn't sleep for like another three hours because I just kind of tossed and turned. But everything in me was just like, I, I have to do something for the, Like, I mean, this place has meant so much to me. I mean, if you remember the first time I even brought you here, our, our hotel was pretty much all, all the way down here where I live. Yeah, it's a three we, and a half mile we walk. We walked all the way there. And we didn't we didn't really know the landscape super well. We, we just walked because we were like... All right, I have, I have to. I have to get over there. I have to be able to see this place. I have to be able to go to the open mic and, like, it was just something we had to do, and it was just like, you know, it's always been that place. I don't. I don't think there's a single time that, before we moved here, that we came and didn't at least spend a couple of days over there, or do something at least. Yeah, go we check were it either out. podcasting, buying comics, going to shows. I mean, we were always. It was always part of our time here. Yeah, and then and then that's why the second that I moved here, I immediately was like, "How can I be a part of this? What can I do? I just want to be here." <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's yeah, been... you got to work there, run some shows. Yeah, I mean, it's been part of my life since 2013. So and and so I... many so many people that that you would admire have yeah their roots are there and their careers kind of started or at least crossed through there at some point. Yeah, and... I mean, so many and that and so that's when. The next day, I was actually over at I mean, over at the showroom because we had um, CRSXM was over there doing a special town hall that um, that Bill Burr was hosting uh, with the cast of Barry, and so it was like it was kind of a big deal. But like myself and and Caitlin Durante, like, and I'm trying to remember who else was working with us that day. Uh, there there was a couple other um, interns there, and everybody was just kind of like, "Well, fuck!" Like. <laughs> We didn't really know how to how to react, and it wasn't even public knowledge yet. Like we had found out, it wasn't until later that night that it really became uh, public knowledge that that meltdown was closing. And so it was just like I was still just kind of racking my brain, like, well, I, I feel like I need to do something to be able to get back. Like, what can I do? And at that point, we were a week and two days from closing. So like that's how much notice we had was a week and two days. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I have to come up with something to do here, and it came to me. I was like, well, nobody's ever really chronicled like 
some of the stories and the history of of this place. There have been so many great shows that have come through here, but somehow nobody's really caught a lot of those stories on video. And so I immediately, I reached out to Caitlin and just said, hey, I want to do this. Can you help me contact people? And she sent me just the list. She's like, here's everybody who's ever worked here. And I just started reaching out to people like crazy. And the then, golden key. Yeah, and, and just saying, hey, if you guys know of people. And I mean, granted, I already knew a lot of people over there. But to everybody everybody there, I was as I would reach out to them, I'd be like, who else should I be talking to? I, like, I'm sure there's people that are going to slip through the cracks. And just the amazing caliber of people that I've been able to talk to in in six days, basically. Five, five to six days. Yeah. I, I taped over, tw- I, it was 20 interviews overall that I, <laughs> that I taped and then lost a lot About of sleep. Like five, five minutes each, five or? to 10 minutes each. And then I still have to do a bunch of editing. <laughs> like we showed the first cut of it uh, Saturday night and we we're supposed to show it at the final show on Friday where I was in some sketches for that. Um, but the runtime ended up being a lot longer than I anticipated for the first cut. Oh yeah. Um, because there's just, I mean, even if I gave every person one minute, I mean, automatically it's 20 minutes with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, just the first cut was 22 minutes. And at the, at, with that, I was just like, there's nothing I can cut from this. Like, it's, it would it would do a disservice to cut anything from it. Especially when I've got interviews with, like, Matt Myra, who, of course, most people know him from the Nerdist podcast. He's also a writer on the Goldbergs. He hosts After Trek for CBS. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he was the first person to, he started the open mic there. So, it, oh, like, did? yeah, did. it was, it was known as Matt Myra's day off. So, cause it was his only day off at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, Matt started that. Matt's been one of my heroes for a long time. So ever since hearing him on, on Nerdist way back in the day, I remember hearing them talk cause he worked at the Apple store at the Grove. And hearing them talk about, oh, is Matt going to get a get a day off anytime soon here? And I mean, he was just working a day job while, you know, recording the Nerdist podcast, like, as it was starting. You know, kind of like what we're doing now, as we drive Uber and Lyft and yep. turn around and record podcasts and do shows and act in fui- films. Fouille. Fouille. I do yeah. act in fouille sometimes. You do act in fouille. It doesn't pay as well as films, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> no, but the creative outlet is priceless. It is. But... Yeah, I mean, he was, um, <laughs> I was trying to hold that together. But... I, was th- I was like, dang, we, we segued right out of that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Matt Matt was an incredible person to talk to. Uh, Ed Salazar, who you've briefly met, Ed. He was one of the producers and techs of the Meltdown show. Um, yeah. I mean, Ed, Ed was incredible to talk to. So, uh, Sarah Silverman, who's one of my absolute heroes. Uh, I've adored Sarah forever and to be able to sit down and talk with her was, was amazing. April Richardson uh, was on, of course, April's been on the podcast, um, but she, uh, she came on. Yeah. And, and just so many, you know, just incredible, incredible people. Dave clock who designed all the posters, uh, which, you know, both of us have oh, a yeah. couple of those posters. Uh, yeah. Though, I mean, he, he, you know, shared some nuggets, uh, the favorite, everybody's favorite Chicken memory. Nuggets? Yeah, some of those like, tofu nuggets, but like here, yeah, <laughs> I want some. <laughs> but everybody's favorite memory that was kind of crazy was when Robin Williams used to always come through. So, oh, wow. yeah, he used to always pop in. He would do set list all the time, and that was a regular thing. And so, like in the edit of the video, I kind of cropped together everybody being like, "Uh, 
Robin Williams, uh, Robin Williams, uh, and then I found a clip of Robin Williams on Kimmel talking about how he loved to come to Nerd Melt. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was, so like I said, I added that in after everybody saying Robin Williams. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's been very, very bittersweet to, you know, see this place come to a close. And, I mean, we, we all kind of laughed Friday night because Monday night was open mic. And uh, where, where that gave me so much hope all these years, like it was, I was, it was such a huge goal of mine to be on that open mic and to be able to participate in that. And I ended up being the final um, open mic comic ever, ever. Oh, wow. So I, I, as, as I got there that night, I was just kind of thinking about everything. And I, I told Caitlin and Jenny, I was just like, Hey, uh, is it cool if I go last? Like, I I, want to close out things tonight. Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can, you can close it out. And so I did the first set I ever did there in 2013. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. Post. Yeah, I, I want I wanted it to be special, and so I, I like this room has given me so much that I'm going to bomb in it one more time. Yay. <laughs> um, How noble! But it, it actually went better than the first time I ever did it there, probably because I actually have confidence in the stand up now. But <laughs> but it was it was it was a confident bomb. Yeah, it was a confident bomb. But yeah, it was it was fun to be able to close out something that meant so much to me and then as as uh, things wrapped up on friday as you probably saw the little uh, selfie video that i posted um walking out of the store i was literally the last intern so somehow everybody else kind of dissipated before the final show ended and i was the last one standing i was like i think i'm supposed to stand on top of the snack bar and just like finally shout out that i am highlander because <laughs> ah there was only one <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, 200 enter, one man leaves. <laughs> yeah, and so I was, uh, yeah, I was the last intern as well. So wow, it was special. Uh, yeah, it was kind of special to be like, I was the last open. Like Jenny so, even laughed and she realized it too. She's like, you're the last open mic comic ever here. She's like, you're the last intern. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be one of those things that's cool to talk about. I, I, I performed sure. on one of the last shows ever. So, because we had two shows Friday night, uh, and ours was the first of the two. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I was on that. I, I was a coked out weatherman uh, mm-hmm. in one of the sketches. Fits you perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it, when, I, when I told Matt Meyer, he's like, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's like, well, way to go typecasting. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been, and then like our farewell party uh, Saturday night was, uh, it was very bittersweet. So it was it was fun to be together with with everybody and so many great comedians that were there and being able to see uh, Chris Hardwick. Uh, he didn't stick around for the party. He just kind of showed up right beforehand and wanted us grab some of his stuff that was there. <laughs> just like leave so, last day in the office sort of thing. Was yeah, like, I mean, granted, he really hasn't used that sp- that space in a while, but yeah, he stopped by. Uh, he and his wife Lydia were both there and. So it was, it was cool to be able to see them uh, as they as they were taking off. So the the floor in the tech room, he's actually taking all of that. He has an art restorer coming and taking the floor inside our inside the tech room at Meltdown uh, to the new house that he's uh, been restoring out here. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. So because hmm. I'd found out everybody's always kind of wondered the story behind it, and I've posted some pictures of it. Um, 
but it, it just is like all graffitied up. And I found out that it was from before it was it became Nerd Melt. Uh, they used to it used to be an open art gallery in the back. And like if you look at early early pictures, even when they started doing stand up back there here and there, uh, there's art all over the walls. And well, one time they did a graffiti thing, and that's where those floor pieces came from. Mm. It, they they cut up the graffiti and yeah made it into floor tiles. So it was kind of, it, it it was pretty cool. But yeah, it's been a, it it's weird to be like I don't have that now. Like, I mean, so, the last yeah. several months I've had. Remind me, it's the the comic book store is actually what's. Yeah, closing. so the comic book store closed. And so, so that's why. And so that in turn not... closed us because we leased our space from the comic book store. Mm-hmm. What's do you know? Does anyone know what's becoming of it? Rumor has it, it developers are buying up that little chunk of that block and building luxury condos. Because, Boo! Because that's what we need here in, uh, in LA is more luxury condos. Gross. Yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, right. I mean, it, like, there's a whole. Yeah, Los Angeles to build a luxury condo, and they're like. So well, also Meltdown, I know, had been struggling for a little bit, just because I mean, like most bookshops. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hard day to be a, a bookstore. Yeah, you know, and even though they were one of the, and... even though they're one of the best comic book stores in the country, you know, it's 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 hard to be able to to maintain a business when you can get everything online and digital, and I mean, you you can see my massive stack of comics even sitting behind the computer there, like. I mean, I still buy a ton of comics. So I, I personally like the actual paper. Like, I don't... There's digital comics aren't this... Like, I have all not. the digital comic apps because yeah. I get a lot of free shit from different companies. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'll download, you know, the comic and check it out. And a lot of uh, independent artists, um, com- uh, Comixology, too. Um, it was a great uh, online uh, distributor. Uh, I met some of them over at San Diego Comic-Con this last year. And, yeah, they're they're a digital platform for comics. And, hey, it's a great way to keep people reading comics. Like, I'm never going to knock on the digital space. I love the digital space. Yeah. So, but... but there is something. There's something, some, there's something more it's special. the same with, like, reading a book on Kindle versus uh, an actual book. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I love having, having the, yeah having the tangible book in my hand of flipping each page and i feel the same way about writing as well like writing like an actual pen or pencil to paper i i mean obviously it's far more efficient to type it up Mm -hmm. on microsoft word or something like that you'll get way more written down a lot faster and it's easier to just uh, move around and all that stuff but original like ideas and stuff like that there's something about writing it down yeah i always i I keep a little notebook with me all the time and i write i write ideas down because yeah I, i like that tangible way of doing it. and it's always been proven that you know it, it, when you actually write it down you memorize it better you retain the information better yeah and and so yeah you're supposed I, to write down your goals yeah and so i've i've always i've always done those things because it just it makes it it makes it easier to to remember everything but yeah i mean it's it's sad to see another bookstore bite the dust and i mean meltdown was absolutely one of the best so, I mean, if you even look at a lot of the pictures uh, recently with a lot of the things I've been wearing uh, out here, either like one of my jackets, I've had like a meltdown pin on it. Um, and then as morbid as I am, I actually have a black meltdown pin. So that's what I've been wearing for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> 
but rest in peace. Yeah, it's it's just it's surreal. I mean, today's really the first like real day where it kind of sets in too, where it's just like, all right, like it's it's really gone. Like I I got a message earlier today of uh, asking all of us that are kind of part of the nerd melt family, like, all right, well we've kind of picked over things as we're clearing out the space. What things do some of you guys want? And so that was just kind of like, like, are you getting anything? There's a few posters that I want. So, but I, we kind of have to see what's going on with some of those. So like, there's a giant one. that's like the size of my door almost, uh, that's of the TARDIS, but it was an old meltdown poster where, and I mean, you haven't watched Dr. Who, but no, there, there's some in the, some of the early seasons where bad wolf was written on them. And uh, on this poster, it's kind of looks like that, but instead of Bad Wolf, it has like the meltdown with Joan and Cannell, and like Tom Lennon was one of the guests on that show, and mm. like it just has the different guests kind of written around the TARDIS, and it's a really cool poster. So like that little like that little Bart, uh, I actually snagged the other night because that uh, that always sat in the tech room. <laughs> so and it uh, it's what from one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. So it's a treehouse of horror where Bart goes into a gene splitter and it makes him uh, part fly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been it's been weird to kind of absorb it all within a week. So I thought one of the last things that was going to happen there was going to be Bill Hader dying. So because we had the uh, we had the cast of Barry there, um, I, I I was working out front. And just kind of making sure that everything, because um, Sirius ran all the tickets, so we didn't have to worry about anything in box office. And so we were just kind of hanging out, making sure people had their their lanyard and everything to get in, because it was a private event. And uh, the cast starts coming into the green room, and Bill Hader comes walking past and says hi to me as he's walking in. And like five minutes later, all of a sudden he kind of books it out of the green room, like totally nervous. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And a couple of like uh, other, other like manager type people come flying out after him. And I can kind of overhear them like saying something about his coffee. And, like one of the guys from Sirius XM comes out to me and he's like, what, what's happening? Is everything okay? Well, uh, no, at first he's just like, he sees Bill just kind of wandering around the store. He's like, oh, that's cool. That he's just kind of looking around at things. And he's like, no, I think something's kind of going down right now. I'm not sure. Turned out somebody, um, not like a PA or anything like that, that, somebody at the coffee place had made his coffee with almond milk, and he's deathly allergic to nuts, and his throat was closing up. Oh, yeah. wow. And so he ended up just having to be, like, rushed home. And so he didn't even end up being on the panel for Barry, even though he's the star of the show. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, he almost died in the green room with almond milk. I was just like, Ugh. isn't that crazy? It's yeah. something. I'm just so glad small that he's okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, because they had the premiere later that night too. So over at the over at the Noy House uh, here on Sunset, but uh, yeah, that almost was one of the last things uh, that happened there. That would have been spooky. It'd yeah. be like one of the greatest haunted, comedy legends. Haunted space now. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's always been that uh, that Yoda that sits in there. Uh, that's like a life-size Yoda that's always had like the like air mask on and so like we're we're all kind of hanging out Saturday night and Lydia Chris Hardwick's wife looks up at the Yoda and she's just like well what's happening with Yoda and Chris is like ah, he's just probably just gonna turn to dust and uh 
And I was like, yes. And then his little blue ghost will just haunt this place forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we at least figure that Yoda's ghost is going to, uh, to haunt gonna the going to haunt the luxury condos. Yes. So I, I hope those condos are haunted. So they Believe should be haunted. you should. <laughs> Believe you should. Sit back up, it does. <laughs> They're going to have all sorts of problems with the... The construction things are going to be like moved around and yeah and, tools. and now keep in mind that's just a rumor too so we don't know 100 percent that that is what's happening because i don't believe like there's the tattoo parlor that's next door and the flower shop there in the corner they are not closing their doors so mm-hmm. and the nerdist school is it's no longer going to be called the nerdist school it's now the ruby theater i think is what the name of it is so it's a pretty cool project that they're starting no we are not losing our studio space because that was one thing i was concerned about um so, which, yeah, we aren't recording this in the studio space. We're recording this at my apartment. Um, but, yeah, the studio space that we use over there um, will still be there. So, we're still able to, to use that for certain episodes. Because, uh, yeah, I panicked all of a sudden. It's like, ah, like, good studio, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we will still have access uh, to our to our studio, at least. But, yeah, that's uh, that, that, that that's the downer of a... <laughs> Of, of this last week but now I, I just kind of looked at it and like there were other opportunities that i was like i'm gonna start looking into some of these and then i was just like no i'm gonna take this time and just keep focusing on writing because uh, like i'm trying to write a spec right now for youth and consequences mm-hmm. if you um, haven't watched it yet watch it yes watch watch youth and consequences that use, austin you, is in use your free trial watch through the whole thing i don't think we were recorded last it was out yet I think it was just about to come out. Yeah, I think it was just about yeah, to come out. Yeah, it was, because we rec- recorded with David at the very beginning of this month. Yeah. Or no, last month. Oh my gosh, it's been Oh yeah, because it's April. Yeah. No, we recorded with David only like three weeks ago. So it was, I think oh, when we recorded with David, after? it was out. Yeah, it was It was like right right after that had come out. Okay. So, but yeah, like that, yeah, so that, that's out. So yeah, watch for Austin and that. But yeah, I've been, I'm working on a spec script for that. I've got a few screenplays that I'm that I'm working on. So and then the the Nerd Melt video that I made, I am going to be putting it up on YouTube. Um, I have to finish adding some more things into it, but I mean it's it's a rad video. I, I was really happy with how it how it came out. It's gonna end up the post when I put it up on YouTube. It's gonna be about forty five ish minutes long. Oh wow! Yeah, like it's there's a lot Isn't of there's some stuff. other stuff you wanna cover too yeah and so what i'm probably going to do is i'm going to kind of use that to kind of shop it to a few places to see if we can actually make a make a regular documentary about it because there's a there's a lot of potential and a lot of great stories to be able to be said about about nerd melt and meltdown so we 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 shall see what comes out of that so it'll it'll be cool I, i if anybody can hear crunching right now little one is sitting right next to us, just like gobbling down her food. <laughs> Cat's gotta eat. <laughs> so my my uh, BuzzFeed video uh, was released. Oh, yeah. oh it was? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we both know, don't read fucking comments. But I read comments. <laughs> and so there's one part of it where they ask, you know, if our cat has taught us anything. And I said that, you know, having having cats and having pets, you know, has helped really teach me a different level of compassion. And because of my compassion for animals is why I don't eat meat. And it made me become a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. 
And somehow people that watched it took that as me saying that I was going to make Little One a vegetarian. (laughs) And they were really upset that I'd be making my cat's diet vegetarian. Never said anything about that. I actually get mad at people when they say they're going to make their pets vegetarians because cats are carnivores. They need meat. They need those proteins. That's their bodies are built to yeah. digest. Yeah, there. I would never in a million years do that to my cat. That's not how cats are. Oh, but people were like, "Oh, yeah, this some, guy." Somehow is... people took it saying that my compassion towards animals made me become a vegetarian. Meant I was making my cat become a vegetarian. Didn't say that. Oh man, people are so yeah. stupid. And then like other people were, and like luckily for every dumb comment, there was like fifty people that had commented to that. They were like, duh, are you guys stupid? This is what he is saying. So, like, tons of people jumped to my defense. But I was still just like, fuck you people. Like, that's not even what I said. Yeah. But then the worst is that, so one of my long-running jokes I do on stage, uh, it's usually one of mine that, like, breaks in with the crowd. Because when, when um, when you're a heavier person, people immediately look at you like, oh, that fat ass. Like, whether it's subconsciously or not, they do think it and so i would always start off on stage by talking about being a vegetarian even though it looks like i ate three other vegetarians a bit that's always gone very well and so i did that in the video because i wanted something to kind of leave it lingering out there because i've been kind of ditching that bit (laughs) Uh and they cut that part sadly because then like i saw on youtube most people were really cool on youtube it was the facebook comments that i saw where people really kind of upset at me <laughs> but people are so catty they're just no so... pun intended yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice but um yeah they one, one guy was just like man that guy must have eaten a lot of veggies which to be fair i thought was fucking funny i i was like i i i enjoy that even though you're calling me fat that was funny that was funny. I applaud that. <laughs> Give it a little tip of the hat. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, um, some, I don't know, some somebody had shared a video that was a big, like, compilation of famous Vine videos. Uh. I know, right? Uh. And so I tagged Johnny. Uh, I comment. Uh, I tagged Johnny. He's our friend. He lives in Chicago. Um, and I was like, oh, this. And I sat and I watched. I didn't even make it through all of it. There was maybe two videos that I laughed, and they were candid moments and not, like, staged were trying to be funny. It was yeah. like this vine happened to catch something that was really funny. Some kid, like, running into a pole or I don't know, whatever. But uh, of all the ones where it was, like, people trying to be clever and make these vine videos, I just – not one of them made me laugh. And I was like, they're just obnoxious. They're st- they just yell, and they're trying like, so hard to be funny that they're not. I don't understand how any of these caught on, but, you know – Shit, they did. Yeah, they did. Unfortunately. But that, I guess that goes to say that. <laughs> Which is why it's no longer a thing. <laughs> right, right, right. And so anyways, I comment, I, I tag Johnny. I'm like, oh my gosh, this just re reaffirms my like gratitude that Vine has gone away. So like all these are yeah. just not funny, whatever. And so the day goes on. And before you know it, people are like commenting on it. And like one person's like, take your negativity somewhere else. <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, uh, I said something in the, in the comment, like they're all trying too hard and it's like just obnoxious or something like that. And this guy comments, he's like, yeah, like your quote art. And I was like, what are you talking about? 
like that was the worst li- I know you are but what am I sort yeah. of come back my art that's incredibly good like <laughs> it's like good one man yeah uh, but there's also been a lot of people who've liked the comment surprisingly I'm like it's weird I didn't invite any of you to join in this conversation I tagged yeah. my friend and was talking to him but that's why I never tag you in anything that is why I just like I will send it to you and make my comment there <laughs> is because I hate those and like randomly so you know how good I am about never ever fucking commenting on anything on Facebook yeah I never do because I don't want to get stuck in those threads. Yeah, exactly. Somehow this last week ate away at me and I commented on a couple. One <laughs> one was somebody making just beyond crazy false claims in the gun argument. And I mean, especially politics. I make fun of a lot of it. I stay out of political debates. They're not worth it. By the time though, I saw this person comment on, on something and make just a blatant lie I finally had to be like, all right, I'm joining this one. Because I was just like, you're not going to spread that fucking bullshit that is so easily verifiably false that, you know, just because you're friends with dumb people that'll believe it, I'm going to actually cite real sources Yeah, yeah, yeah. to completely prove you wrong. Oh, I hate when people post stuff and don't give a source. Yeah. They're just like... Here's all the facts, and I'm like, well, where did you get these? Yeah, where you can't just say that? here are the facts when you pulled them out of your ass. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a place that facts come from. Just a post full of poop emojis. Yeah, it's yeah, and and so like I got into that, and I was just like, yeah, stop, and like I just kind of had to like, <laughs> like pull away, and then one of my friends posts something, and I comment being helpful. She wanted to buy tickets for her kid to go see Panic at the Disco when they came to Salt Lake City. The ticket prices she was seeing were just insane. Uh-huh. And I was like, there's no way she's looking at the right site. Those have to be scalping prices. And so I quickly pulled it up and found it. And at first I was like, hey, what site are you looking at these on? Because those prices do not sound right. And in the meantime, I quickly found it and I posted the link. And I was like, here's the correct prices. Tickets go on sale Friday. You know, you'll be, t- you'll be totally, you know, good. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. In the meantime, one of her friends comments. And it's just like. Oh, the worst part about Panic is they're they're now just a one-man band because obviously the lead singer's a douche because they've gone through six uh, band members. That's and so enough. I immediately had to kind of be like, whoa, hang on here. <laughs> He's the furthest thing from a douche. They've actually discussed every single band member's departure. A couple have gotten married and just didn't want to be on the road 24-7. They wanted to have a family. One went into rehab. So, uh, Dallin Weeks, who just barely left the band, started another band that's been very successful. Another one of them also started another band. Like, there, it's not that he's a, it's just that but other someone creative had and, to go be yeah. a negative. Well, then she Nancy. responds to me and she's like, the band you speak of is on hiatus. And I was like, actually it's not. Dallin Weeks band is brand fucking new. And they just even played a show out here a month ago. Like they're not on an indefinite hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, and then I kind of added to it. I was like, I've actually worked with the band. Like the, you know, it's one thing to speak out, speak your opinion out of turn, but you're, you know, all these things have been discussed. Like half of these band members have actually joined panic on the road at times. 
when they've been in the city full time but yeah and and just like just to come out and play a show and just relive good times like if there was bad blood they wouldn't be doing that (laughs) yeah it's not like some petty band yeah no i'm the the face of this band yeah and maybe maybe there has (laughs) been some of that i wouldn't be surprised if there had been that's the music industry but as i came to defense and you know it said look i've worked with these guys that's not the case at all here she responds one more time and she's like, I am not getting into this with you. I'm so glad. And in parentheses, you've worked with the band. Like, like I'm full of shit. Like trying to yeah, yeah. discredit. And so I finally had to con- comment one more time. I was like, all right, cool. Think whatever you want to think. But when you put in quotes, I work with the band, like I'm full of shit. Maybe you should ask, and I put our mutual friend in there. Maybe you should ask her what I do for work. Like, <laughs> you're just calling me out on shit when you don't even know what I do, yeah, where I've legitimately just, worked. And then man, and then that's so when I looked at it, and I was like, why the fuck am I being so petty that I'm fighting over some stupid thing where I'm looking like a fucking idiot being like, I've worked with the band. I, I was just like, I'm coming across as a douchebag with the way that I'm commenting. Like, even though I'm defending somebody, I'm looking like a douchebag still. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. It's yeah. like no matter if you are 100% right, you get into those stupid social media arguments and you just usually just come across as an asshole. It sucks because lots of times, you know, like I there's definitely I wanted to comment back on those people who commented on my yeah. thing. I was like, it's it's not worth it because then I comment, then they comment back, and then I comment, and then it becomes a thing. And now that comment, like, rises up towards the top, and then more people see it, and then more people like, yeah. and more people comment on it, and then it becomes this huge thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wanted to tag my friend and say something, you know? Yeah, because Vine is garbage. I'm sorry, it is. It is. Vine is garbage. If Logan Paul is any proof, how exactly? I'm like, if you want to defend Vine, whatever. You find certain things funny. All right, you know, you can debate that. That's. Yeah, you find that funny. I just I loved that's, watching that's him go thing. down in flames, and I remember I sent you the article, and I was just like, "Finally, the world sees oh, it for what it gosh, is." What a douche! <laughs> like he's just a douche. Yeah, it it made me so. And he's happy. so rude and arrogant, and like, he, the, did you ever see his Japan video? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the, like that's just like that, what yeah. an asshole. Like you are an asshole. Yeah, you don't deserve. You, any you don't deserve. You didn't work. Ho- I mean, exactly. I, maybe maybe we shouldn't say he didn't work hard for it. I'm sure there was some work for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but. Not to the nature of what well, most you... people normally do, and most people aren't fucking dickbags about it. Right. They I'm don't like... rise to the top unless their name's Sean Penn. So, I mean, that's the only time a fucking douchebag really rises to the top. Or Harvey Weinstein. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I almost made a <laughs> joke. <laughs> Just leave. We'll leave Mr. Weinstein out of this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just... It's funny how people get so carried away on social media and it's it's even more intriguing to think nobody would comment any of those things in person nobody would ever be so confrontational in person but they're they have that keyboard courage so to speak where you know they can post whatever they want and there's no consequence to it but it's like would you actually say this to someone's face yeah no you wouldn't because i might but yeah no you you would because (laughs) you actually have logic to reaffirm things but like most yeah, people I, are just like meh opinions it's like all right well that's fine but yeah, you're wrong and gra- I'm gonna granted tell you. i i hold my tongue fairly well a lot of the time but then there are the times when i do turn around i'm like 
all right, dipshit. Like, <laughs> I, I almost did it last night. I was sitting at UCB, and it, this has become one of my favorite ones, and I bite my tongue on it every time, but I, I love overhearing these conversations, is when there's always the guy that's trying to impress the girl with all of his knowledge of shit, and 90% of what he's saying is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And here was my favorite from last night. Yeah, I mean, Isle of Dogs is just, you know, it's so much different than his last, you know, piece of piece of film work. You know, he just is so diverse. I mean, Phantom Thread and now Isle of Dogs. I mean, they're talking, it's like, <laughs> does this guy think Paul Thomas Anderson and Wes Anderson are the same person? <laughs> they like, share a portion of a name, but yeah, they're not at all related. Yeah, he kept going on like he was like the fucking like <laughs> Oscar scholar. And like every, almost everything he said, I was about to turn around and be like, that's not true. That's not true. That is simply not true, yeah. sir. And like, I, I just, I hear it all the time and it, and it just, but yeah, you don't want to be that person up. who's like correcting. And, yeah. You know, it's like, cause there's, yeah, there's times where someone like says something wrong or they use a wrong word and I'm like, that was, mm, no, that's the wrong, mm, incorrect. That's the wrong there. Yeah. That's T H E Y apostrophe R E. I had to like spell it out in my head as you were saying. <laughs> well, I, I didn't realize which there I was going to choose until I got to like, oh, I committed to the Y, so it's got to be the R-E. Yeah. And... yeah, it's, but yeah, so social media randomly just like consumed me this last week and I was just like, I you need to get breathe. away from yeah, you. Yeah, like, go, go out and do something outdoors. And I some... was outdoors. That's the problem. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing what you're supposed to be doing and it still was fucking with me. Where were you? Up in the canyon, or the observatory. Oh, I still haven't been to the observatory. It's on. I like my neighborhood. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we should go when Johnny comes. We should. Because yeah, I haven't been, and Johnny we're, and we'll record a podcast when Johnny's here too. Because yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Johnny's Johnny. Johnny's yet to be on this podcast. Ooh, he'll be a great addition. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny well, will. And be here's very the thing: well. is we got it. We got to sell him. We got to sell him hard that he needs to just move here and do Second City here. Oh, I already planned on doing that. That, that right, right, right. I already planned. Like I think the week is going to be a sales pitch. Exactly. So it's got to be like I'm getting pamphlets. The the shine. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna like tip the homeless man to just like. Don't, you should move here. <laughs> don't piss on this corner. We need it to smell good today. <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. Walks around. I'll buy you a coffee at Starbucks just so you can use their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Which, speaking speaking of that, we'll get back to Johnny in a second here. I, I, I want to go on a, on a minor little tirade of a new place that I will never support again. Whoa. Not that I ever support them really at all. But every so often I have to pee... And I'll go in and buy a drink or, uh, like something like sometimes, I, I sometimes bought this like just because I can a hash eat. brown because I have to get a code to use their bathroom when I'm out driving, mm-hmm. and that place is McDonald's. Now, granted, I always I already think McDonald's is a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> I don't like anything about McDonald's. It's just sometimes a place to piss, but I stopped at one the other day, and. Quickly bought a hash brown so that I could use the bathroom. Uh-huh. And while I am in line waiting for my hash brown, yes, somehow it took them five minutes to get me a goddamn hash brown. But as I'm waiting, this lady comes in. She did not look homeless by any means. Came in, asked if she could fill up her water bottle. They refused to let her fill up her water bottle. Just water. And she kind of explains to him, this is for my dog. 
the, I, I need I need to get this for my dog. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you can try getting it in the bathroom. So she walks in there. Well, the bathroom sink wasn't in a position where she could fill it up. And so she's like, can, can you please, can I just you use the fountain to, f- to fill up the water? And they're just like, no, you're were, not a customer. Were, were you they cannot... assholes about it? Yes, they were being total assholes about it. It's one thing if it was like, like we legally can't, there's yeah. restrictions, yeah, like, I'm and, sorry. And there's not, because you can go in there with a cooler and ask for ice, and they'll dump ice in there for you. They were just being dicks. And so I get out, like, I, I finally get my order. She had left, and I'm walking out, and I can tell that she's in distress. And now, I'm not telling this story to, like, pump up my own ego or be like, look at the good thing I did. But because here's a fucking corporation who wouldn't give somebody some goddamn water. And so I had my water bottle sitting in my car. that was still pretty much full. And I, I quickly grabbed it and I saw her walking on the other side of the parking lot. And I ran over to her and she said, Hey, I, I overheard you. Did you say you needed some water? Now, of course, part of it, I also heard that she needed it for her dog. <laughs> and so it's like, there goes those animal heartstrings again. And, so you're going to make the dog a vegetarian, right? Yeah, I'm making the dog a vegetarian because I gave it water. And so like I just said to her, I was, like, I was like, hey, I've got my water bottle. If you'd like, I can just pour this into your water bottle. And she's like, oh, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. So I, I quickly dump it in there and I know she starts crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let's. And then she starts telling me she is homeless. And she, I mean, she was pretty still decently put together. She didn't look... She wasn't Almost. like she lived out of her car, yeah. And she's like, "I just want you to meet my dog." And so, like, I walked over to, with her to her car that was in the McDonald's parking lot. Sweetest dog in the entire world was so happy. And she actually so- shows me. She's like, "Like, I have my own water here." And she's like, "But this is his water." And she's like, "Because he likes to lick the mouthpiece and stuff when I pour the water in." And she's like, "So I just make sure that I have water for him and water for me." Mm-hmm. Like, like a good responsible pet owner does. <laughs> like little one does not drink from my water, <laughs> but she would get to if she wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> she has that look on her face too. Like, but no, I own it. Just it, it, it just it just kind of hurt me a little to be like, you don't know what people's situations are, mm-hmm. and to see a billion dollar corporation just so easily. And you hear these type of stories about McDonald's all the time. So it's not like, oh, it was just this one McDonald's. You hear these shitty stories about them all the time. But this is witnessing it firsthand. Where I watched them just turn somebody away who needed water. Something that cost them nothing. And I was just like, fuck you, McDonald's. You did not know this woman's situation. And here's somebody who was actually in need. Don't they? Doesn't McDonald's have fountains for people to fill up their own drinks? Yeah, she was just making sure it was okay to even use oh, that. Yeah, and, and, and she asked. Yeah, she was nice enough to ask, and they would. Yeah, fuck you. And I was just like, no, McDonald's, fuck you. Like that. E- even though they're not some place that I go because I don't eat their food. Oh, no. Aside Every from the fact I that have, it's I that it's it. garbage food and that it's meat. Like, yeah, I, I just, I don't eat there. It amazes me. Every morning, there's a line out McDonald's yeah. onto the street, and I'm like, how? Like, how is this possible? Yeah, I, I just I don't, don't understand. I don't get it. But that, yeah, it, it frustrated me quite a bit to see, you know, this massive, this massive corporation to be like, 
no, you can't, you can't have water. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to vent about you later on <laughs> because yeah, that's a pretty fucking shitty thing to do. Like just treat people good. I mean, you're what worth like a billion, couple billion dollars. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Just treat people good. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be this whole thing with you, where you stick your nose up in the air. Or, like, there's been times I've gone through a drive-thru just to order uh, a cup of water. And they're like, yeah, it's $3. I'm like, it's fucking water. Like, why are you charging me $3? We have to charge you for the cup. The cup's not three fucking dollars. No, it's not. The cup's five cents. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But, yeah, to see somebody just get turned down that was, you know, seemed like they were in need only to find out their actual circumstances i was just like that's what was the dog's name do you remember tyler tyler yeah <laughs> i love when animals have very human names yeah like this is phil <laughs> and they're just like uh. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a dog named phil i would expect that if i greeted it to be like hey i'm phil <laughs> hey nice to meet you <laughs> don't mind me i'm just licking my balls right now but uh <laughs> tastes great yeah i'll shake for you later just uh <laughs> <Yeah>. hang tight <laughs> <laughs> hang on for now <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the spot. That's the spot I needed cleaned. Oh, that smelled terrible. And he's got like, that, like balls down. He's here. got that that deep kind of mechanic guy <laughs> voice, but the dog is like a little like schnauzer or something. Yeah, it's like uh, it, and he has like the the Wilford Brimley type mustache, which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of like it just kind of like blows in the wind. <laughs> I, I talk about dog diabetes. <laughs> I love that video. Have you seen that one of the cat when someone just voices voiceovers? Oh yeah, diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. <laughs> I, I I've told the story on here. I haven't. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just told you about how there was a hometown buffet in Sandy. It used to be in Sandy, Utah. That was in the uh, the Southtown Mall parking lot, and Wilford Brimley used to go there every Sunday for dinner. And my friend and I had learned about this, and so. We were supposed to be going to uh, Sunday school firesides at night, but instead we, we would we would go over to the hometown buffet for dinner and get a booth on the opposite side of Wilford Brimley so that we could just try and listen to him talk. <laughs> just because we wanted to hear him say things like "I'm the cornbread," Tabasco, and we just. We just wanted to listen to Wilfred Brimley talk because we, for some reason, we thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it was just like I look at it now, I'm like, why? Why do we put in that much effort to like make sure that we knew Wilfred Brimley's Sunday evening dining schedule? <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, and part of it was one of my friend's sisters worked there, and so she was the one who had told us about it. She's like, yeah, he comes in at the same time every night. And then like, it was probably like the third time or so where she was just finally like, you guys need to find something better to do. Or like, but it's, but it's, right. but it's Wilford Brimley. Like, this is, this is just funny. <laughs> Can I get a refill? Yeah. It was, it, it, it killed us. We, we thought it was so fucking funny. Still to this day, I kind of think it's funny. But I also realized it was really, really stupid. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, that's my Wilfred Brimley story that I don't know that I've ever told on here. I've started to tell a lot of random stories on the podcast lately. You've just been coming clean. I, I have. It's I don't know that it's coming clean. I think it's realizing that in Utah we kind of had like a different 
I, I don't want to say facade, but it was more of we we kept very much to the business side of things with the podcast whenever we were all kind of on. And I just kind of realized that we didn't need to be so business oriented about it because we are just everyday jackasses <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to navigate our way through, yeah, through this business. <laughs> like it's, it, it, it's a, it's a clusterfuck that I am so glad to be part of. <laughs> it's, there's no better way to put it than that. Yeah. It's like every single day. It's amazing. Through the, ra- it's the fact that I'm writing like a ton of scripts right now that could potentially just be, be nothing. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I've and got even worse. Like odds are, nothing. yeah, odds are they are nothing, but it's like, I mean, I've pitched a handful of them to you and they're fun ideas. They're funny sketches. They're funny, you know, TV, that one TV show that I'm working on right now that we won't say anything about the one that your idea. Yeah. That I dreamt, I dreamt up the idea. And I texted Austin immediately, like, as I woke up the next morning, I was just like, what do you think of this? And it, it's a funny idea that would work very well as a sitcom. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's like, yeah, I'm writing a bunch of things, but yeah, they may not come to be. I mean, you're auditioning for things that... That's what it's... It's just that They may not come to be. Exactly. Yeah, most times they're not. It's like landing one in 30, and you're doing, you're doing pretty good still. Yeah. I mean, I've only, since auditioning is not my main thing out here, I, I, I feel like I get a little bit of extra luck when it comes to any auditions I do. You're, you have a high, like, ratio, though. Like, you don't audition a lot, but when you do, you, you book. I book. You book <laughs> pretty much just that, that one. You're yeah. Like, like and, we need something, and you're like, oh, all right, I'll take I, that. And I think part of it is I'm, I mean, for you, your net can be cast really wide. You can fit a lot. I can't fit a lot. And so I'm very, very cautious on what I submit to. I mean, yeah, you could just submit for literally everything. Yeah. But, but I'm also... Keep saying literally. Gosh, yeah. dang it. I, I'm also realistic on how I look and my stature. I also know where my acting abilities lie. And so it's like, I, I don't mind if I give myself a challenge or something. But I'm not going to submit for something for a director or a casting agent or anything to look at and be like, this is this fucking idiot that thinks he can do this <laughs> because they say things like that and they might remember very well. Yeah. This is the fucking oh. moron who submitted. For you you drive I, them the next day and they're like, yeah. Oh, you're the, you're the fucking you're idiot. The fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we, this do, is, we just have your head shut up on the wall. It's let's, a fucking idiot. Yeah. We throw darts at it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, let's kick his ass. Yeah. Let's do it. It's like, yeah, I've, I've remained elementary school playground type of shit. <laughs> Fight! Fight! It's the fight. idiot kid. Let's get him. All the grips are like lighting the fight just right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm gonna move to the left. <laughs> can we? Can we get the fight stand in? Fog. Oh. More fog. More fog. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I, I'm. I'm very realistic about uh, about what I submit for, just because I know that my window is very. Very narrow until I continually lose more weight and probably even get my teeth fixed. But <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, I say that like I've got like these fucking nasty ass teeth. My teeth are fine. I mean, it's it's white privilege coming out right there. I've got a little teeny gap in the front because I didn't I didn't yeah. stay meticulous with my retainer when I was a kid. My my whole top teeth 
are spreading apart, and all of my bottom teeth are crunching together. Ew. Very slowly. It's not like super noticeable, but like you see those bottom two teeth right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. They stick out, and then at the top there is just like these tiny little gaps that are starting. Cause yeah, I've, I've got that little. I've got that little gap right there. I, um, and then on one of the sides, the little tooth. Uh huh. And and so it's like I've got teeny teeth as it guy. is. Yeah, I, I have, have little, little teeth. teeth. Yeah, for for as much as I Aww, use them. Tim's got I've, little, I've, little teeth. <laughs> I, yeah, I have little teeth. Are they your baby teeth? Did you ever lose them, or are they still? No, they're just all my baby teeth. I've got an extra row like sharks. It's <laughs> <laughs> he only does only come out when he's uh, hunting. Yeah, exactly. Hunting a eggplant. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> eggplant pizza to die for. I'm, I'm telling you, if you're if you're in Los I Angeles, eggplant. get eggplant, eggplant is... gluten free vegan pizza. Where will... where at though? At the uh, tomato pie. Tomato pie is that yeah. the one you were telling me about? Tomato yeah, pie? tomato pie is fantastic. Tomato pie and, and garage Still pizza. Had it. Yeah, both of them. Both of them have some. Yeah, some I love options. eggplant. There's a, a Chinese restaurant over on Ventura Boulevard that I get their uh, spicy eggplant. It's not spicy at all. It's more sweet than mm. anything, but it's really good. Yeah, egg, eggplant is delicious. Yeah, it is. But I, I don't know where we were going with that. I don't either. I totally lost my train of thought. All of a sudden, brains man, and we're like, all of a sudden, I started thinking eggplant? about about eggplant pizza. And <laughs> it's like thought bubbles of both of us are just eggplant emojis. No, no, no. what? Not in like the boner sense, like the actual <laughs> literal eggplant. Oh. <laughs> Tim, come on. They need to like change the coloring. Like they really just need to make a penis emoji. That way, do. then eggplant can be eggplant. I'm sure eggplant's tired of everyone like tainting the image, you know, and looks like <laughs> the eggplant's tainting the image. <laughs> the puns are like just rolling today. I just want to know why Apple thought, hey, you know what? We need an eggplant emoji. Like, <laughs> really, all the fruit. Like, how often are you like, oh, I'm going to send a mango emoji? <laughs> you, you don't? Nope. Huh. Do you send the mango emoji? Yeah, I forget it all the time at the store, so I'm just like, oh, I'll grab a mango. Well, okay. There's like 30 different fruit on there. Yeah. And you don't need an emoji for all the different No, you fruit. don't. You could just make one, like, fruit emoji where it's, like, got a bunch of different fruit on there or something. Like the Fruit of the Loom logo. Yeah, something like that. That'd be good. <laughs> but instead, it's got its whole course, own then I would category. Just, then I would just hope that people would just bring me bushels of fruit if that was the case. <laughs> like, bring me bushels. Yeah. Bring me cornucopias. Oh, we never... Yeah, we woke up before we end, but circling back to Johnny, because I think we were talking about oh, Johnny yeah. that got oh, yeah. us off on that whole tangent. But yeah, we need, we need, to, get, we need to bring Johnny... Um, he's coming next Sunday. He's coming next Sunday. We're going to go to the Jazz Lakers game. I'm bummed. I was going to go with you guys and I bought a new car instead. Yeah, more important things. Yeah. <laughs> the Jazz will play the Lakers again next year. Yeah. And the year after. probably beat them for the next few years because the Lakers are terrible. Right? God, Lonzo Ball's a flop. Oh, I... And a douche. And his dad's a bigger douche. Yeah, he charges not. like $200 a picture. Yeah. It's like, for what, dude? You're nothing. Not to mention it's like $500 sneakers. Like oh, I hate the Ball family. They're just, they're terrible. They're they the are. worst thing for the NBA. They I are. honestly when the, think when the Lakers got him, I was just like, I think he's uh, just they're gonna fizzle. He's gonna fizzle himself right out because oh yeah, nobody wants that baggage on their team. So it's like no, right, well pass you off, pass you off, pass you off, and then and then he'll be like, what is pass? <laughs> <laughs> I only shoot. I'm a star. I only shoot. It's the coach's fault. I only fault. shoot at like 
30%. <laughs> he has been playing better since the All-Star break, but he's still nothing compared to the but, rest of the NBA. The, La- the Lakers are terrible, and I just accept it. I, I don't follow sports that much, but it's like, I can, I enjoy, I can enjoy the Lakers. I, I love LA, but I don't know why. I just can't stand LA sports teams. It's because you grew up in Utah. It's just ingrained into it. No, it's it's not even the Utah thing. It's just like, there's usually players I don't like that play for those teams. There's something about them that is annoying to me. You also it's didn't more like, you also didn't grow up, though, in an era. Like, I, I got to see the Laker greats. Yeah, that's true. Like I, when I when I was a little kid, I I remember going to games uh, when the Jazz played the Lakers at the at the Salt Palace, and sitting like third row for like Magic, James Worthy. That's totally different. Yeah. I mean, I I've yet grown up in the Kobe era, and I, Kobe's amazing. Um, love him or hate him, like you can't deny like yeah, he's incredible. You, you can't deny what Kobe is, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, and, I, but it's not just yeah. the Lakers. It's like I don't really follow baseball, so I just don't really care i'm not like i hate the dodgers but uh well that that's actually not true now because the chargers are here and i was a chargers fan yeah both we of us both of us were chargers fans so that, i guess i can't say all of la teams usually california teams i don't know why I just like, yeah. don't really like them yeah we'll, we'll we'll get charger season tickets this next year season they, tickets oh they aren't that much compared really? to most season tickets the chargers haven't been very good they were they almost made the playoffs. They got lucky towards the end there but they were no 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 they actually were they the games they lost in the first of the season were by like a field goal, but the year one before score. too, they were pretty terrible. They're, they're yeah, they're kind of a very inconsistent team. Yeah. They're like they'll kick the shit out of someone, and then they'll like lose to the worst team in the league the next week and stuff like that. But I think I don't know. I'm they, all for splitting were... season tickets. Wouldn't be that much. I mean, where do they play? They, aren't they playing at the Rose Bowl? No, they play down where the Galaxy play. Oh, all the way down there. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's 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 only like a. 40 minute drive from here <laughs> hopefully without traffic traffic is not that bad on sunday going down there because I, dro- I dropped off yeah. that one dude from the galaxy whose name i can't even remember now yeah Real and lost. i and and i couldn't and i couldn't remember his name in the entire ride i was like he looks familiar and it's because he's on a billboard right outside my fucking door pretty much the the la one yeah it's everywhere <laughs> the la galaxy yeah oh yeah it's and the Kings, I mean, you're not really into hockey, but I think I can change that. I'd be, I'd be down to get into hockey. Yeah, hockey is cool. Yeah, see, I, I enjoy hockey because may, it's not one of those sports it. that, like, especially in Utah, people clamored to. And I always enjoyed hockey when I was a kid. I loved Wayne Gretzky, so it was like, yeah, the Kings were my Kings were my thing when I was a kid. So like now living here, I'm like, yeah, I can go see, I can go to some Kings, Kings are games. my thing. So it's like, I mean, Dodger Stadium is literally... Uh, see, now I'm saying literally more than I probably do. See, once you catch on to it, you don't realize We need to get a buzzer it. for every time we say it just to... It's like one of those zap things. Yeah. You, you know, oh, you got to shock, shock therapy. Maybe that's what I'll call this episode is literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Literally, I love it. Yeah, Dodger Stadium I can walk to in like, I think an hour from my front door. Really? Yeah, it's only... Like three miles down downtown. Sunset, isn't it downtown? No, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, you go down oh, the Staples Center. Is but I thought no. Oh. You go down Sunset right here and then turn left on Vince Scully. Because hmm. you know what our listeners love is when I give directions. Yeah, to, to and we talk in about things they can't see and yeah. stuff like that. Hey, but yeah, you just go Vince Scully here, right there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. The I'm, more I'm... you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like that I made the motions there for you. <laughs> Again, <too>. another visual. <laughs> another, another visual that people can't see. Yeah. So, but I know well, you got to get, yeah, get let's wrap. packing and uh, yeah. head to I gotta do head to Utah. I got to do taxes. Actually. Yeah, you got taxes to do. Yep. So that, that reminds me, I have to call the IRS because I just got a bill from them from two years ago. Whoa. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I opened up Take my mail. Take me on a date day. first. What's funny is it says, this is not a bill, but you need to pay this. And I'm like, then it's a fucking bill. It's a, <laughs> it's a disguised bill. Yeah, some, somehow. This is the casual, like, uh, passive-aggressive bill. He's like, hey, dude, yeah. you know, like, we're friends. We're friends. But, but... like, you're, you're, maybe you have to pay for dinner? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, I, I don't know what this is. They're saying that I didn't report something on my taxes in, like, 2016. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking why, about? Why do you even care still? Just, like, let it go. Yeah, but somehow it's like, yeah, they're, they're telling me I owe a couple grand, and I'm just like, um, okay, let's figure this out, because I should know you anything. I got a refund that year. So, yeah, I don't know why I owe anything. So, yeah, I get, I get to have that fun. While you're doing taxes, I get to contact the IRS to be like, hey, why are you fucking me? I didn't. I... Hey, In an age of not fucking without consent, this isn't. This yeah. is this is bad news bears. Yeah. Well, here's to taxes. Yeah. Woo. Oh, that was a terrible. Let's try that again. Here's, here's to, taxes. to taxes. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So follow follow my art page uh, at Austin Grant Art on both Instagram and Facebook. You should have made I am Austin Grant Art. <laughs> <laughs> too wordy. But yeah, and then you you'll of course post pictures of sure from the Trek premiere. Yeah, on your Instagram, and then I'll tweet them. So. <laughs> no, I will tweet. That's them. right. You wink, will tweet wink. them. Yeah, and to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I guess it's something I will. Yeah, tweet, and then but. the podcast later this week too. I'm putting up two episodes this week. It's actually going to be the audio um, from the meltdown video. So you'll oh. you'll get everybody in there. Uh, because I, they're like, just interviews. They're, yeah, they're just so interviews. Like you're missing out. And yeah, so so you're not if you're not able to watch the fucking forty five minute video, this way you can listen to it. Um, yeah, because I want I wanted everybody to be able to hear that. And like I said, you know, it's you know Matt Meyer, Sarah Silverman, April Richardson, uh, Beowulf Jones is actually going to be coming on the podcast soon. Here, uh, he's one of the producers of Risk. Uh, if you've never listened to the Risk podcast, it's a fantastic. Um, podcast uh, kevin allison i who, love the board game <laughs> kevin allison who um who is the, is the main host of it has been on the podcast before um so yeah there, there, there's a lot of a lot of great people um on there uh, sammy juno uh who uh, is, is probably going to tech some of the podcast for us coming up here too uh yeah there, there's a lot of great uh a lot of great people on this um hannah Crichton, who works over at jimmy kimmel um, she's going to be on that. Yeah, there's a whole... Kyle Clark is on it. Who Kyle's been on the podcast. Uh, Katie Levine, who you always hear on the Nerdist podcast, or ID10T podcast now. She's the producer of um, ID10T. Katie's uh, on it for a bit, too. So, yeah, there's a whole slew mm-hmm. of really, really great, fun people um, that, are, that, are all, that are all part of this. So you'll hear that episode uh, later this week, too. And you'll see that video very, very soon here uh, as well. Oh, so. you mentioned, I'll hurry and toss it in, uh, Trek. That's one of the movies uh, w- when David Howard came on the podcast and we talked about Trek a lot. Um, it's one of the movies I filmed last year. Uh, it's coming out in Utah this week. And if it has a big enough, you re- wow, try that again. Try that again. And go. Hi, I'm Austin Grant. And uh, <laughs> I will be performing. Uh, yeah, it's coming out this week, Trek the movie. 
in Utah, if it has a big enough opening weekend, then uh, hopefully they can get it to other places throughout the country. So if you're in Utah and you're listening, go check out Trek the Movie, specifically next weekend, so that way we can get the movie outside of Utah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Me too. So And hopefully I'll get to see it soon here. Yeah, you'll... I'll, Hopefully, should get a like, downloadable link so I can get some footage for my reel. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll... Do you still have one of those for the next door? Um, I, I mean, guess it's I... on. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch okay. it. Okay. Guess I could have always just asked Barrett for it as well. Yeah. So he, he, even though Barrett and I have never actually met, he's been very supportive and he follows my Facebook and Twitter. So <laughs> not anymore. He's uh, not doing social media. Oh, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's taking a break from it, from what I saw on Facebook. Yeah. So, anyways, from what you saw on Facebook. Exactly. Well, it was his last <laughs> post. It was like, I'm stepping away from Facebook posts. So, yeah. Well, I'm stepping away from Facebook posts, so I'll see you as soon as it draws me back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They always come back. It always comes back. That was like a jerk off motion you were doing. It like always said, comes it back. Always comes back. <laughs> back. <laughs> and then forward and then back. Back again. and forward and back. <laughs> Yeah, and again, I'm your hype man. <laughs> yeah, get him, boss. Yeah, go backward and forward. Backward and forward. Get him with the forward, forward. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? All right, well, yeah, we'll have Johnny on here next next week. Johnny. Johnny. It'll be a good one. Yeah. Well, And and anybody that knows Johnny, tell him to move to L.A. because it's more fun than Chicago. L.A. is better and sunny, although it's kind of cloudy right now. But it's but I'm singing, so it's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go have fun in Utah, yeah. and yeah, I'm gonna go write some See shit. See you later. Bye bye.